You're listening to the Tribe Nail Tech Podcast, where nail techs find inspiration and motivation to take their career to the next level. We welcome you here. Now tribe up and slay your day. Here is your host, Becky Bunnell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Tribe Nail Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Bunnell, and this episode sponsor is SoGel Nails. And you can go to SoGelNails.com forward slash contest and enter to win this episode's product that they're giving away. So make sure you head over there to SoGelNails.com forward slash contest and enter that um, at your chances to win. So in today's episode, um, we're going to be discussing lifting. So I have a lot of people always reaching out to me and saying, hey, I'm having problems with lifting. Like, what can you suggest? So let's go over a few things of why you would be having problems with lifting. So the very, very most important thing is prep, 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 prep. I can't stress this enough. A lot of times we think we're doing prep great, but we're really not doing it correctly. And it is our number one, number one culprit for having lifting. So I'm gonna kind of talk to you a little bit about some things that you need to check yourself on if you're having lifting issues. So very first thing, we need to have our clients wash their hands upon arriving into the salon. Um, I get my clients sometimes say, oh, I just washed my hands before I left the house or before I left work. And that's great, but you just touched your door on the way out, you grabbed your keys, you touched the car door, you touched the steering wheel, you touched the gear shifter, you touched my door coming in, you touched your face, you touched the mirror, all these things, right? So please insist that they wash their hands after they arrive to the salon. So number one, have them wash their hands with a good antiseptic. So you should have there at your, your restroom or if you have a sink inside your salon, have them wash, rinse really well so that we don't have any leftover soap on the nails. Um, Then when they sit down to you, you also need to use a hand sanitizer. So have that at your station, sanitize yourself, sanitize them. Then what I really recommend you doing is you taking a, a nail wipe or a makeup wedge or whatever it is you use. If you cut up little pieces of paper towel, whatever you use, put that in acetone or, or 91% and higher alcohol, and then actually take it and wipe underneath their nail, around, and wiping up towards the cuticle. Not here, not from the cuticle down because you're wiping Ashley oils back on. So we really want to clean that really good. Okay, so that's going to get off any extra soap and any residue that maybe the hand sanitizer has left on there. Because sometimes we like the hand sanitizers or the soaps that have the smelly little essential oils and things like that in them, but those can be placed back on to the nail plate and it can cause lifting. So here's, those are some things right there that a lot of you don't think about. So make sure that that's nice and squeaky clean before you even start on them. Then we're going to be pushing the cuticles back. And I would suggest to get a good cuticle pusher. We really want to remove that cuticle off the nail plate and push that all the way back. And there are so many wonderful e-file bits nowadays that are wonderful with removing cuticle. Always, I would say, do that by hand with the, the cuticle pusher. And then I go in with a nice cuticle bit. And I go around those edges and I remove all that cuticle that you can't see that's on that nail plate. And you would be surprised. And if you see the little crusty white down in the corners and things like that, you're going to get lifting. 
They have some little tiny bits that are just any itty bitty that can get in there and remove that. And I really recommend that you learn how to use an e-file correctly because they've had kind of a bad rap in our industry because when we first started, we were using Dremels, <laughs> actual tools, and um, they weren't made for nails and for nail techs, but we, were, we started using them. And then they've evolved so much that they are so wonderful. They are so safe if you learn how to use them correctly. And they are made to use on the natural nail. And the bits that they have these days are sometimes even safer and less abrasive as our hand files as some, some nail techs are using. So learn how to use those. And those will really cut down your lifting tremendously. So remove that cuticle. And then we're going to remove the shine. You can use one of those bits to remove the shine or you can use a hand file but we need to remove the shine. It's really important to do that because it's almost like if we're trying to put a product onto a slick surface, it would almost be like buying a new pair of shoes that had no tread on the bottom, how they were just kind of plastic on the bottom. And then you're walking on the sidewalk or you're walking, let's say you're walking on tile and it just doesn't have any traction and you're going to slip and slide everywhere. So that is why we need to remove the shine off of the natural nail is because we need to make it to where it something can adhere onto it. So slick on slick doesn't work very well, right? So we need to remove the shine and you need to completely remove the shine, not just a little bit here and there. And then you look at the nail plate and it's got these shiny spots. You need to do this correctly and make sure you're removing all the shine. Then cleanse and dehydrate, okay? Some people use acetone, some people use 91% alcohol. I definitely recommend if you're gonna use alcohol, it needs to be the 91% and higher. And then all of these companies have these wonderful like dehydrators and cleanses, okay? So those work great. Don't skip this part. Make sure that you use that because it's going to get that extra bit of all those things off of there, the dust, any oils that you maybe have touched and put back on there. And then we need to also remember that the cleanse and the dehydrator needs to be completely dry by the time you put the primer on. So we can't have a wet looking nail and then you go put primer on top of it. It needs to be that chalky white before you go and put your primer on. Also really important, if you're a new nail tech and it's taking you a long time to be able to do a full set, sometimes if you cleanse all 10 nails by the time you get to the second hand or maybe the last four or five fingers. If you're doing acrylic, you're doing one hand. And I would recommend do one hand first and then go ahead and dehydrate and prime your next hand when you're ready for it and then do it. Because as you sit there, our body naturally starts producing oils again and starts putting them back on the nail plate again. That's just how our body works. So if you have been sitting there for 45 minutes to an hour on one hand, even sometimes a half hour on people that are more oily, by the time you get to that second hand, you've already got the oils back on the nail plate again. And we can't see that, but that can cause lifting. If you're doing gel, obviously you're going in and out. Hopefully you have two lights to work on your speed. You should have two lights going back and forth with each hand. You can't always just do one hand and then the other one. So I would suggest maybe doing two fingers on one hand, two fingers on the other, dehydrating, priming them, then going back and forth. And then when you get to the next two, do those. And when you get to the thumbs, do those. Especially, like I said, if it takes you a little bit longer to do your services and you're getting lifting and you feel like your prep is dead on, this might be the culprit. You might be taking too long and the body is putting the oils back in. Also really important, we need to keep our hands, keep 
our clients' hands up on the desk. Okay, we really need to educate them and train them of why I don't want you playing with your phone, why I don't want you reaching in your purse or your pockets or putting your hands on your faces. Faces, we need them to keep their hands up here and not be touching anything because we need to educate them that, hey, you're putting oils back on the nail plate after I've done all that work to prime, to cleanse, to dehydrate, and then you're touching things and you're putting oils back on it. So really get your clients to understand that they need to keep their hands up on the desk. Um, then your primer. So getting a good primer. You got to figure out whether maybe your product um, calls for an acid primer. Maybe it calls for a protein primer. So get your primer. Make sure you follow the directions of it. Is it Does it go chalky white afterwards or does it stay wet? You need to know this. Okay. So... Prime it again, making sure that you're only touching, you're putting it on the nail plate and you're keeping it away from the cuticle area. And the next important thing is product application and placement. We can do wonderful prep and then we go to put that product on and say it's acrylic. Is it too wet or is it too dry? If you don't have your ratios correct, you're going to get lifting. Okay, so we need to follow the manufacturer's suggestions. I suggest you always, always, always take a class always take a class from whatever product line you want to try or you are using because sometimes it's the little thing that nobody ever told you but an educator and a manufacturer of that product will know exactly how they want it applied and what you should and shouldn't do and like I said if you're not having success with a product you really need to make sure you take a class and if you have taken a class reach back out to the educator reach back out to the manufacturer and find out like you know, maybe you've forgotten something, maybe you've missed something, maybe you're just doing one little thing wrong that you don't know about that's the causing the lifting for you, putting the putting the product actually on. So if your primer is touching the cuticle, and then you go put the product back down, it's if, if that primer is a protein primer where gel with the gel I use, so gel, it's a protein primer. So if I get that on the skin, and then I go to set my gel down, and I get close to the cuticle, it's going to attract it to the cuticle. Okay, so if we get product on the cuticle, anywhere on the skin, we're gonna get lifting. So it's very important that we keep it just a hairline back, push it up to the cuticle, not touching the cuticle any way around it, okay? You will get lifting, even if you're doing a gel, gel polish manicure, you're going to get lifting and your adhesion isn't going to be, um, it's not gonna stay if you're touching the skin with your product, okay? With any product you use. So work on your application and make sure that you're not touching the skin. And if you're using acrylic, you've got to make sure your ratios are right. Really check with that. So another thing with your product application, curing is huge. So gel polish manicures and hard gel. Curing is a huge, huge thing. Your lamps, okay? Are you using the correct lamps that even go with that product? I agree that there are many lamps out there that will, that will cure a variety of products. What I am saying is, is that you need to make sure if you're using a product that requires 25 watt or 18 watt and higher of LED or UV to cure their product and you're trying to use a six or nine watt lamp, not gonna work, not gonna cure, you're gonna have lifting 
and you're going to put you and your client at danger because you are leaving uncured product on there. So it might be cured and it might be hard on the top. That doesn't mean a product is cured all the way through to the natural nail. Okay. So it's so important that you follow the manufacturer's suggestions on the wattage of the lamp that you need to be able to cure their product. I see this so many times. I have troubleshooted so many nail techs on this that have had lifting issues, cracking, um, whatever. The whole piece is just coming off in one, one solid piece. And when I finally boil it down to everything and I, I ask them every little thing, I'm like, tell me about your lamp, show me your lamp. And they are using a lamp that's not even sufficient to cure their product. And that's kind of scary. So please, I want you to make sure with your lamps, you're using the correct wattage. Another thing with the lamps, lamps don't last forever, people. So sometimes you guys think, oh, I buy an LED lamp. It says it's good for 20,000 hours and or four to five years or whatever. That's not always the case. I throw my LED lamps away every two years. And your LED bulbs inside there, they will not always burn out. You can't tell if a lamp has gone bad just by saying, well, all the, lamp, all the lights are lit inside there. That's not the case, okay? So it's really important to know and to not keep those lamps for very long. I wouldn't go more than two years if you're a pretty active nail tech. If you're still using the UV bulbs, do you know that those need to be replaced every 200 hours? That's not very much time. If you think if you're working a 30 to 40 hour week, you've got to be changing the bulb, those bulbs every single month. How many of you change your bulbs every single month if you're using a UV lamp? Probably not very many of you. So if you're getting product breakdown, like lifting, cracking, maybe just all of a sudden, just like a client that's never had problems before, she's having problems, you can probably bet if you're still doing everything the right, that one of the things might be your lamps. And I would suggest just weekly, you turn those lamps around, you turn them on and you actually look in there. Like have your clients been hitting their nails on there and are some of those lights covered up with gel polish or with product and they're not getting that complete output that they need to get a complete cure? You need to check that because that's a big deal. Hand placement, where are your clients putting their hands in there to get the curing? If they're going all the way to the very back of the lamp, this middle finger might not be getting cured very well because they're going past the light. Maybe they're not in there far enough. Do you have a reflective bottom? I would suggest any lamp that you use needs to have the silver reflective bottom on it. I do not like the ones that are just a dome that don't have anything on the bottom. They're okay for doing gel polished toes, but they're not, they're not sufficient for nails. I don't like them for nails. They don't get a good cure. And I don't like the ones that are just white on the bottom. They need to have a reflective so that those lights are coming down and then they're also reflecting back up. So check that. And those are the lamps I highly recommend, but clean those lamps, check them out, see if any of the lights are, have gone bad or they're covered up with product because then they're not getting a complete cure. So just make that a habit that you do that every week. And then I would suggest to it is always best if your lamp, and I know we can't always do this, but if you're really having issues, if you've got like a long extension cord and then your light is plugged into it, sometimes you're not getting that full electrical force that it could, I don't even know the proper words, I'm sorry, of what that would be other than having it directly into the, the um, outlet, that's going to be your best bet. So check those things for sure with your lamps because that's so important. And then 
the last thing, if you're doing all of those things and all those are correct and you're still having problems on somebody, sometimes it is medications they are on or hormones. So different types of times in their lives, pregnancy, when they're on their periods, things like that, they can get lifting. And like I said, medications. And sometimes it's just hard to know. I had a client that I did for quite a long time. She never had any lifting. And then she went through a series of these neck surgeries. All of a sudden she was just lifting so horribly. I mean, everything I tried, they were just, and she was the only client doing it. And she'd never had those problems before. So I pretty much wrote it up to it's like, well, she's on, she was on about 10 different medications at the time. And it took us quite a few months for her to get off of those medications and to get them out of her system. And once they did, she was totally fine. So sometimes there are going to be situations like that. But if you'll go back and check over all of these things and make sure all of those things are spot on. Um, and then if, if they are and there's no other explanation, you can pretty much guarantee that it's medications or hormones. So hopefully that has helped you today. Reach out to me if you need to. You can find me at Nailed by Becky Bunnell on the social media and Tribe Nail Tech podcast, Tribe Nail Tech YouTube. And you can always email me at beckyb.sogel at gmail.com. And let me know if you have any questions. Thanks for joining me today. And again, don't forget to hop on over to Sogel Nails forward slash contest and enter the contest for today's episode. And again, drive up and play your day.